Yeah, it's just another beautiful week, baby. baby. Another beautiful week. We in here. Welcome to the Catch Up, Food Beast's new podcast where we discuss news stories that have been trending on Food Beast. Pang, pang. In complete depth. And today we got Reach. Holler. And I'm Eli, and we're just gonna we're gonna talk some food news today. We're gonna talk what's exciting in food. It's very exciting. It's been very exciting. It's been very good. It's been very good this week. Reach what? What's what's making some noise this week? Um, you know what? Let's lead off with some uh, basic news out of Starbucks. Basic news, of course, is basic. Team Team Basic has won. Hashtag Basic. Okay. The pink drink. The fake drink that. The fake drink. You remember the pink drink? The pink drink was a joke. Yeah. The pink drink was a secret menu joke. It wasn't actually on the menu. You're saying it's on the menu now? Well, yeah, it's officially. It's an official menu item on Starbucks uh, nationwide. So y'all can get your Instagram on with this Starbucks pink drink. What the fuck did Peter Pham do? (laughs) Peter Pham wrote about this drink back in June 1st of 2016. He's actually walking right by our conference room right now. Yeah. This guy wrote about a pink drink that a couple kids in Orange County started. Like they, it was just a fabricated drink. Now you have a better understanding of this situation than I do in terms of how it went down. So here's here's a bit of context. A pink drink, uh, as it first showed up on the scene, was just, uh, what, is it a refresher that they use? Izzy, is it like an acai refresher? So which is uh, and then they, and they added coconut milk and fresh berries and fresh berries, but they're not fresh. They're like the freeze dried berries, the strawberries, and essentially the drink is pink. And then, but some people were putting the strawberries in there, or they're ordering it with blackberries, which they had available. Um, but they were calling it the pink drink. It was fan created. Do you know the fan that created it? I think it was. It was between. Um, it was either someone. So here's what happened. I believe it was Jed. Uh, from Daily Food Feed. Hey, the homie. The homie. Um, and then one of his friends, and they just created this drink that turned up being pink. And so we put it on Instagram, hashtag pink drink, and <laughs> basically turned baristas on their head because yeah. they would go in and like, let me get the pink drink after they saw it on Instagram. And sure enough, there is nothing on the menu called a pink yeah, drink. Yeah, baristas would flip and just be like, the fuck are y'all talking about? Y'all yeah. need to quit with this, like, this fake menu shit. Yeah. Yeah, they did not like it. And so sure enough, um, one thing led to another. So they did. The next thing was, uh, what was the next drink after the pink drink? They, they did, did the orange drink. Well, we did the orange drink. So we did. So so what happened after the pink drink? We're like, oh, shit. A secret menu can catch on and people are calling it a real drink. So we ended up putting out something called uh, an orange drink. Just we completely made it up. Yeah. And it picked up. Everyone wrote about it. Time, pop sugar. We got y'all. And it, it was more a, a social experiment than trying to get people, but uh, we did get you. So bang, bang. Yeah, <laughs> got you, motherfucker. Uh, but just kidding. Um, I'm so sorry, Starbucks, for driving up sales. That must be so awful. Excuse uh, us. Pardon. But I'll I get it. I, I can see a barista's potential frustration when there's like a line out the door and some kid is saying, hey, let me get the pink drink. And they have no idea what it is and they got to do it. The one that's yeah. recently been doing the, the it's like a rainbow drink where like you have to perfectly put in ingredients ever so that's slightly. so extra. Yeah, it's super extra. But I mean, you're a barista. If you, if you want to be labeled up there with with the mixologist, like. Come on. I don't know about that. Like, Come all right. on. Yo, so for this rainbow. I'll give them credit. <laughs> For the rainbow drink, one of the uh, instructions is 
you have to tell your barista to pour the milk in slowly or pour something in slowly. I'm a grown ass man. I'm not going to tell anybody <laughs> to pour anything slowly in my drink, for, first of all. Okay. And if you're a barista, it's like, pour what? What? Slowly? How? It's true, 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 true. I mean, it, you can't, as much as I want, there, there's certain baristas, and, and they may not be at Starbucks, but there's an art to it. And I know a lot of baristas at Starbucks that take their job very passionately. As and, they should. Right? Um, but they're also not getting paid what a potential mixologist could be getting paid. So, yeah, I don't know. There's a balance. Uh, and also, a mixologist is creating these drinks for you. They're not being told how to make a drink. I think that's yeah. the big difference. When you come in with the rainbow drink or pink drink, you're being, as a barista, you're being told what to do. And they don't want to hear that, really. Yeah. Like, at that level of... of minuscule detail like you don't want to be told that i mean that's kind of like me coming into pizza Hut and be like yo let me get a calzone yeah we don't have calzone on the menu sir do you know how to make it i mean i i think i could just fold the pizza around i don't know i just saw it on instagram it looked really good i want a calzone fuck daily food feed (laughs) (laughs) fuck food beast it's like peter fan fuck him too (laughs) yeah pizza hut will be hella pissed at me yeah so um i guess full circle it must have made so much noise on social media they so they put the pink drink on the menu yep. and it's called the pink drink yeah it's not on the secret menu anymore okay it's gonna be called the pink drink um so yo power to the people damn the people did power that through the power the people did power that through so the people win unless they're in a united flight i love it well what is uh what's next uh all right right up next we got a restaurant that banned children <laughs> And, you know, as a result, business is booming. Yeah. What, are, what, what is this restaurant? What, are, what so, do they serve? What uh, is this? Let's take a tri- quick trip to North Carolina. Okay. Caruso's in Mooresville, North Carolina, will no longer let you dine with them if your kid is five years of age or under. I'm with that. I'm with that. Fuck kids. So, <laughs> I'm with it. Okay. So, all right. Here's, here's what I think. Um, if your kid is loud as shit, like yeah. uh, kids are loud. Kids are loud. I don't like kids. I don't like kids either. Um, I don't like them near me when I'm paying top dollar for food. I don't need them sneezing. I don't need them touching my food. Yeah. I don't need them in the same room. Um, so I, on that end of the coin, I'm with it. I'm with protecting the experience. And so if the restaurateur thinks that five years old kids and under are ruining the experience, potentially ruining the food for his other paying guests, I'm with it. Ban those kids. Like It's your restaurant. Do what yep. you want. No, uh, Izzy, you, you wrote this. Was it a fancy joint, this restaurant? Yeah, it was like a high-end All right, okay. Caruso's. So I'm with it. Yeah, ban them. But here's here's the other end of the coin is if you if you do like if, – if this is a standard thing where you're just banning kids from fine dining restaurants, you're also perpetuating that kids should only go to like Chuck E. Cheese and they should only go to places – that aren't fine dining, that aren't a little bit more elevated, and you you potentially put them into this wormhole where they're never going to get you know dope what? food. As they should. Let them be kids. Let, right. let a kid be kid. Sure. Let a kid kid out and put boogers on Chuck E. Cheese and fucking do whack-a-mole. It's fine. But, like, what if you, I mean, because, so, so kids should never, but what if you have a dope kid? What if your kid is five years old, super well put together, you're a good parent, your kid is fine, and you want to take your kid with you to the latest gastropub. Like, you can't do it anymore? Uh, you know what? That's on the parent. Like, you can't, I'm not going to take but my now badass it's on the, kid. But now here. the restaurant is saying, no, parent. Like, you're not allowed in here with your kid. Th- that's their right. I respect sure. their right. Like, uh, honestly, 
Is the five year average five year old? Is he gonna appreciate a beef carpaccio? Hell no. The average be, average five year old that I, I don't hang out. I don't have too many five year olds in my immediate friend circle. Shout out to the squad. Shout out to the squad. I know like my five year old cousins aren't gonna really appreciate. Like they don't want that shit. They don't yeah. want to go with me to a sushi restaurant. Um, but what if there is a five year old that wants to? I, I I just don't know. I'm not. I do actually have some one family member I have, she's, she's six. She, she really appreciates great sushi. Mm-hmm. And that would be a bummer if I couldn't take her there. And she's not like throwing yeah, sushi yeah. rolls at the wall. But if you have a six year old that is throwing sushi rolls at the wall, fuck that kid. Fuck you as a parent. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. um, but you know, I think, and I don't mean that seriously as I mean, fuck you as a parent because you never know what a kid's going through. But at the same time, you as a parent should know if you're going to take your kid and they're going to disrupt other people's experiences, just as a parent, don't take them there Handle or figure your out badass decision. kids. Yeah. Yeah. Just bring that stuff home. Kids. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know where I stand. I think if this restaurant wants to do it, do it. No, I think. I'm all for it. Yeah. Shout out to Caruso's y'all letting people on date nights dine in peace. Yeah. And then they can come home to the badass kids. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but what if you can't like get a babysitter? I know there's like so much stuff that goes into it. Then Caruso's is not the place. True. Okay. True. All right. Well, then Caruso's plus two. Good. I mean, if they're <laughs> yeah. if they're banning kids, getting a more pleasurable experience, and their business is booming, I can't knock more it power at to all. Them. That's a great story. Yo, their their Yelp rating is four and a half stars. I would love five. I would love to see the Yelp review or couple reviews because you know they had to have had them where they're like yo you got mad kids in your restaurant and kids are like throwing up near me and i don't want to eat here anymore i mean i my heart goes out to them because i've been in i've been sitting in fine dining places but they got kids just running around you know and and smacking things and just acting like it's the lava is 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 the ground (laughs) and shit and you eat a soup plantation did you ever eat it growing up okay so i love soup plantation okay but when I go back now, I still love the food. There's something weird about the food. It's nothing crazy. Soup Plantation is a soup and salad bar. Um, there's a chain of them. And you might know them as, uh, uh, what's the other? It's like Sweet Tomatoes or Soup Plantation. Anyways, every time I go there now, the couple locations that I go to, filled with kids. Filled with annoying ass should be on a leash kids. Nah, that's all nope for and me. And they touch food. I don't get what what house do you I don't even do that with people I know as a kid. Yeah. But for you to have a kid that goes around and touches your food, I don't know your kid. If if you were if you were my own son, I would punch you in the face. Yeah. Like I'm gonna smack your kid <laughs> into the fucking chilies across the street. Yeah, where where they would uh have a better environment for those kids. Yeah. So it's unfortunate. Sweet Plantation is a family-friendly restaurant, but it's now alienating me as a late 20s guy who wants to go eat Sweet Plantation. But I don't want to deal with other people's kids. A bunch of ankle biters. I don't need that. No. I don't need that. Okay. All right, man. That shit put me in a mood. What's next? Give me something good. Give me some good news. Some good news. All right. <laughs> Probably it is. It's foobies. <laughs> Well, actually, we can alternate good and bad. This this is not good news, but it's funny news. Okay. So this dude, um, we were all familiar with the art of dining and dashing. Yeah, of course. So this dude uh, out in San Diego eats hundreds of dollars of seafood. My man. And oh no no no, it's not San Diego. Out in Australia, he's nasty. Okay. He ate a baby octopus, two lobsters, seventeen oyster shooters, and a lot of beer. And that was just some of what he ordered. The total was $621 of seafood. <laughs> he dined and dashed. But his method of dashing 
His method of dashing was what do you do? was a uh, quite amazing. He jumped. It was it's a seafood restaurant right on the beach. Okay. So homeboy just gets up and runs into the ocean, <laughs> trying to escape. Like I I don't know if he he swims like Michael Phelps to get away or. This oh dude got caught with the quickness. God. This is the this is amazing. So he just he couldn't afford. I wonder. So what goes through your mind? Have you ever dined in Dash in your life? At Jack in the Box once when I was like in, a, a teenager. Just how do you dine in Dash at Jack in the Box? Don't you pay before you get your food? Did you jump the Did you jump the counter and grab food? No, actually, no. I didn't dine in Dash there. I, I've never dined in Dash. Actually, okay. Uh, I take you can dine in. So this is what my friends did. Um, this is fucked up. In high school. Uh, we would go into the drive-thru and this isn't called dining and dashing, but it's similar concept. They would go in the drive-thru. They would order food. Um, as they order food, mm-hmm. they put in the order. A friend would get out of the car. He would get out of the back seat, r- get further enough away from the, the drive-thru and he would just linger. And then when they go to hand you the food, okay. so you pay for the food, but this is how you get double food. As they go to hand you the food out the window, your friend puts up his hoodie or whatever it is, runs and grabs the food and just jets. Oh. And then you as the driver in the car act super surprised. You're like, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Um. And then inside they're like, oh fuck, this is traumatizing. That we need sucks. to give the customer you to like give what, them another meal. Like, you can give them another meal, right? So they did that once and then I was like, this is like super sketch. Like I'm in the car, I'm in the backseat like a little bitch. I'm just like, I'm going to go to jail. This is awful. So these guys do it again. They just get off on it. They had already eaten multiple times. These yeah. Are well off kids. We go to the next restaurant. And they do the same thing. Imagine like a Taco Bell. So they do it at Taco Bell. And same idea. Gets out of the car. They steal the food. Run. And then they're so traumatized at the counter, at the pickup window, that they give them like a $50 gift card, Ooh. I remember. They're like, oh, I'm so sorry. This has never happened to us. How did you I sleep can't at night? It. And they got, not only did they get, they get double their order, they got a $50 gift card, and the guy's just giggling across the street because he just got away with it all. Oh, damn. So that's that's the only dining and dashing that I've been a part of. Um, literal dashing. Literal, yeah. Shout literal out to dashing. the homie that's the fastest in your crew. I know. I kind of want to shout them out right now, but I don't want to do yeah, it. You Anyways, no they snitch. know who they are. I don't know if they listen to this. Eli but, ain't no snitch. Uh, yeah, there's only three people that listen to this, so that's probably not one of those three. So back to this dude, though. Okay, yeah, yeah. So te- what's his name? His name is Terry Peck, but I guess he's an abs- aspiring rapper, meaning uh, uh, he's got a he's SoundCloud a with two tracks on it. His his rap name, you sitting down for this, we all sitting down for this. <laughs> two Peck. Last, his, this dude's last name is Terry. I mean, last name is Peck. Calls himself Tupac. So like Tupac, but Peck. Like two yeah. Pecs. Bum ass. 50 Cent. That is so funny. This Everything about this guy is amazing. His name is Tupac. He eats, he dines and dash, but he only does it on like fine, on a baby octopus. A baby octopus. A baby, succulent baby octopus. Don't let that, sh- don't let that baby age. threw that shit in the air now. Oh my God. He let it suck it his face first. He <laughs> let the whole octopus <laughs> suck his face. And then he ate it inside out. This guy's a sick, sick guy. Twisted. And then two lobsters, 17 oyster shooters, and a lot. Can you see this guy just, can you see Tupac just giggling on, on the shore, eating all this baby 17 octopus? 17 oyster shooters. First off, he's not, he doesn't know how to do this, because I would have mashed out on, like, more lobsters, crab legs, uh, I don't know, like, swordfish and some shit. But this dude 
balls out on oyster shooters. That's a lot of food, though. I mean, a whole baby octopus and two lobsters, then 17 oyster shooters and beer. I mean, this is throw up. Maybe he was just needed to throw up. Yeah. Maybe he's like, yo, I, the, the bathroom is locked. I need to throw up. Hey, the ocean's right there. This guy's innocent. I guarantee you. <laughs> well, you know what? He claims that he was only there because he was uh, giving aid to a friend who was giving birth on the beach. Wait, that's why he died in Dash? That No, that's why he was out. He ran to the beach, into the ocean. Oh, he's like, oh, shit, hold up. My friend is, is dropping a baby real quick. Yeah. No way. Officer, help. But then he got caught. Then he got caught. and What's the punishment for dining and dashing on hundreds of dollars of seafood? Do we know that? Uh, I don't know, but he doesn't need a good lawyer. All he needs is a can of Pepsi. And oh, boom, yeah. he's out of there. He's safe. He's safe. safe. He okay. That, that story made me feel better. Let's keep going. <laughs> that was a good story overall, I think. I know. I mean, I liked your Dining Dash story, by the way. But you ain't no snitch. But I'm not a snitch. Nah, dude. I don't even know what statute limitations are. So, And, and I know Taco Bell, so they probably get me. Okay. Uh, moving on to feel good. Some, okay. Some yeah, feel, good. Uh, feel good. And this is a little bit of a plug on ourselves. Is We came up with the dope pot brownie a la mode recipe. Oh, this recipe is so good. Yeah, this with recipe in partnership with Halo Top. Yeah, yeah. So we, um, oh my God, we it was cool because we got, um, we did, uh, we did, we we did a series of fun recipes with Halo Top, and then we're we're gonna launch a bunch of really dope, uh, really dope commercials. You should, the, they all launch next week. I think one launches on Friday. Yeah, for twenty week. Yeah, but this this one that we we're just talking about is currently on the homepage of foodbeast.com. Um, it's 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 a traditional pot brownie recipe, but we've never seen it. A la mode. <laughs> I haven't, and I actually have never seen one like done so expertly yeah. as that as that one because this brownie came out fudgy and just oh. soft and cakey and all kinds of goodness, and and on top is just that halo top with the cold oh. goodness. Man, so it's like it's like a guilt-free pop brownie, which is cool because the halo top is like super. You can get your, you know, it's what is it? It's uh, it's low calorie. Like they tell you the calories on the front of the pint. Yeah. Which it's is in big numbers, like one would be like 240 calories for the whole pint. They're crazy confident Halo Top is in putting just calories on the front. Hey, they're shooting their shot. Yeah, and they're they're sinking it though, because I think legit girls swoon over Halo Top. Do they? They swoon. The first time I ever heard about Halo Top was was from my friend Beth from from grade school. Uh huh. This girl rolled up to a party. No mm-hmm. joke, Beth. <laughs> Beth, her last name is uh, Fitzgerald. Now she married my other good friend from from grade school okay um she rolled up to a party we're all drinking she rolls up with one pint of ice cream That's that it. was her party favor it was bring your own beer she brought her own top. this is gonna sound like a paid plug in the video it's not she legit came and she just mashed on this pint of ice cream i was like yo are you good like <laughs> <laughs> you're just like sitting you by depressed? yourself just mashing ice cream and she was like no it's halo top i'm like okay you didn't answer my question she's like well, it's like only 240 calories. I thought the name. Whoa. I thought the name of the ice cream was 240, <laughs> <laughs> but it's actually just the. Uh, so girls are really loving the Halo Top. What's well, not to love, man? It's like. <laughs> Is your boo thing into Halo Top? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, Danny from Halo Top got her like a freeze. He's like, oh, I heard you. I heard you like Halo Top, so we sent her like a couple pints of Halo Top. Dang! Shout out to Danny at Halo Top. Danny at Halo Top is the dude. That dude, he crushes. He's 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 one of the geniuses behind the marketing at Halo Top. So, for sure. So, um, if you guys are looking for that low cal, super low cal, like two hundred forty per pint, Halo Top is the bomb. Yeah. 
and it goes well on top of this uh, edible pot brownie. That oh my did. god! Wait till you see. So by the time this podcast will come out, um, check check the website. There's a we created a weed infused, basically like a magic shell chocolate that you could put on your ice cream, and okay. you could you can create it and you could put it in a jar and keep it in the fridge. Um, oh, but a magic yeah, shell? Yeah, the magic shell where you, like, as a kid, you, you take the chocolate, you squirt it out of the bottle, and it hardens on your ice cream. Yeah. We created that, but with weed infused inside. Damn, hits only at yeah. Food Beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're, if you're 21 plus, if you're of age, check this recipe out. The recipe is free. <laughs> just go to you know, foodbees.com. I've, I've, I mean, maybe this is just me. I've never seen, like, you know those recipe videos that, that are out there? I've never seen one done on an edible. I've seen a few, but yeah. I've never I've never seen what what these two videos are. I mean, pop brownie a la mode. Haven't seen that. Yeah. Um, and what's cool about the video is it gives you your standard pop brownie recipe. Like everyone's like, ah, oh, how do you make pop brownie? It's actually pretty easy. We use a slow cooker. Mm. Our girl Guzzi, she's like a crazy pastry chef. She's like, you could just use a slow cooker, and so that's how you cook off and make weed butter. Keys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So definitely um, search. Go to foodbeast.com, Hit the Halo top. <laughs> Pop brownie. Also hit up uh, the magic shell, uh, cannabis infused magic shell. So that's those are two really hot recipes you need to check out. Yeah, one thing uh, viewers should pay attention to, especially the novice uh, pot enthusiasts, is notice that in the video after the almond was already done, there's multiple hands that's reaching oh, to yeah. get at this one brownie, oh, yeah. one square brownie. We saw some questions in the comments of that video. That video is tracking really well. Um, they're like, oh, why y'all sharing one slice? You only need a whole group only needs one slice. That's yeah. even on the low end. We, 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 we give you a scale of how much weed to actually put in your brownie. Even on the low end, you yeah. should be sharing that. So I took I took up we had leftovers from that shoot. Uh-huh. So I took uh, just I took just a bite before my flight and I was done. Really? I had a great time on the flight. Big flight. <laughs> I, I basically as I was a. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I took I took the pot brownie right before I went through security and then I started tripping in the security you line. All, like, yeah, I was in LAX tripping and then um as soon as I get on the plane, I pass out. So I pass out. That's great. Good. I get I get a great sleep. I'm like, oh man, it's a deep sleep. Oh my god, I'm dreaming. And then I shake awake, right? I'm like, oh fuck, nice. <laughs> I slept through the whole thing and I we hadn't taken off yet. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> It was crazy. I mean, look, if you're trying, if you were complaining about like, oh, they only took like two little scoops. Like if you try to eat this, at least half of this thing, you'll be sent to another level. You'll yeah. be like sent to like another pipe dream in Nintendo 64 Mario. Yeah. You'll end up there next to Bowser. Yeah. I, I don't recommend the whole thing. I mean, it's, it's really nice. It's a really good group activity to do. Um, and you, you'll have that whole sheet of brownie will last you. It'll last you the year. You're good. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we got you covered on 420 recipes next week. Talk to me about are we banning eating dogs in Taiwan finally? Um, is that yeah. what the look is? So so Taiwan, uh, the mighty island of Taiwan, is banning the consumption of dogs and cats. Okay. It's the first Asian country to do that. Uh Great, because it's a terrible uh, stereotype that's been thrown uh, at Asian folks for a while. Like we eat dog and cat on the regular. Funny thing is, my my parents would scare me. Like if I was being bad, uh-huh. they'd be like, "If you're not, if you're not being good, we're gonna take you to the dumpling spot where they serve cat." And I'm like, oh, "I'll be good. I'll be good. <laughs> I don't want to eat cat." So, uh, did you ever spend any time in the Philippines growing up? Yeah, I was born there. You were born in the Philippines. Yeah. Uh, 
there's no truth to this whatsoever, right? There is some. Is there? Yeah, I've, okay. uh, I've had, I haven't had a dog or a cat. I've had friends who have. Uh-huh. I have a friend who actually killed one of his pets and ate it that night. No. And yeah. So give me give me context. Like on the ground there, is it frowned upon? Like is it like you you there? As a kid, seeing that, were you like, yo, this is weird, dude. That's gross. Or were you just like, oh, okay. That's just like, uh, like oh, I, I don't like tartar either. Is that how it feels over here? No, or? I mean, for, I'm just speaking for myself here. It was weird because we had pets. Like, we had dog. I had a dog named Bubbles and, mm-hmm. and and his friends and whatever. <laughs> and I'd play with them. And I'm not expecting to them expecting them to have him with my rice for dinner, you know? Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah, gonna yeah. Have, trying to have no adobo dog. Did you have any other pets that you did kill? Like, did you have like a chicken no, that ran man. around? You're uh-huh. like, yo, I'm good. I mean, there's nothing wrong. Yeah, you with know that. what? If if I did have a chicken, I wouldn't mind because I love fried chicken. For the record, I mean, it cringes and freaks me out to eat dog. Obviously, for sure. But I, don't, I mean, I I don't feel like I have a right to tell someone not to eat dog. I don't know, man. That's like I yo, just don't killing. I dog. love dogs. I love dogs. I would never eat one in a million years. But I don't feel like I have a right to. I don't. I don't feel like I have a right to tell anyone not to eat a dog. I, I mean, there has to be a line drawn where, I mean, this cute ass dog is getting get. Yeah, but I, what, I think cows are cute. Cows I are think I think goat, goats are goats are cute too. No, pigs are cute as shit, and we eat, we eat the fuck out of them. Yeah, because they taste so good. Yeah, but you, we don't know what a dog tastes like because we're so close minded to eating dog. I am not eating bubbles. But I'll eat bubbles. I don't know bubbles. I don't know your dog. <laughs> I will come through and eat your dog. I, now I, I'm going to eat dog. I, I <laughs> know. Principle. I know. Braden's a dog lover here. How do you feel about this? How do you feel about Taiwan banning the consumption of dogs and cats? I think it's good. It's good, right? Yeah. I mean, come on, Eli. Have a heart. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to be. I'm trying to be medium about this. I'm trying to be. Would you have a dog dish if it was offered to you in another country? Uh, like, if, it, if it was prepped. I, I I mean yeah like all right it's prep it's prepped by Gordon Ramsay himself like he cooked himself. Is Gordon gonna eat it with me? I don't know. Sure. <laughs> if Gordon eats it with me, I'll eat it. If if Bourdain's gonna eat it with me, I wonder what Bourdain thinks. Because obviously that's gospel to a millennial. What's Gordain? <laughs> Gordain. Bourdain. Gordon <laughs> and Bourdain. Yo, Gordain is Gordain the, is gospel to all millennials. I like that Gordain. This is this is this is the clickbait. In our title and our our auxiliary video, Gord, that we do, yeah. Gordain. Gordain is a thing. It's this it's this theoretical pedestal of a food enigma that we all look to for approval and insight. You know, like when you go, like you have a friend who like is kind of a foodie but kind of not, and he's like, "Yo, this Bourdain spot. He's been to this taco yeah, shop, yeah. man. What the fuck? Who cares? Like, I love Bourdain. I, I watch everything that he does. But like, because Bourdain went to a spot, is that now it's gospel? No, like that's our talking point now. now? Yeah, it's like Gordain's not the Gordain, <laughs> Gordain is not the plug anymore. Gordain is cool, but between Gordon Ramsay and Anthony Bourdain, they have such a wide body of work that it's not gospel anymore because you went everywhere. Yeah, I think it's cool though. But no, it's cool that they give it a cosign. Gordain though, that's the the look is Gordain. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to Gordon Ramsay and so, Anthony Bourdain and the Puffin Catcher. So 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 tell me why why is Taiwan banning dogs? Banning the eating of dogs or cats. I mean, ethically, I mean, just from an ethical standpoint, morally, I think it's wrong. So because they treat their food with respect, it's wrong. Respect as as pets, uh, as a, you know, it's like man's best friend and you got your cat and it's like, 
But what if I love my pig? I'm saying, I'm saying, what's the difference? Can someone, can, I wish, I wish, this is something I feel like Costa would say some shit about. I mean, the Izzy, how do you feel? Oh my God. Do you know what we're talking about? <laughs> do you, how do you feel about eating dogs and cats? Um, say it really loud. Izzy says, do you. If you want to eat dog or cat, do you. Izzy says, eat dogs. Izzy says, eat dogs. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Because I'm saying, is there a difference between eating a, a pig and a dog? Other than the cultural norms that we've set? Aside from, like, the attachment you have to it, like, I wouldn't eat my dog. Right. I don't know your dogs. Sure. Sure. Yeah, Asi- yeah. that's As- fair. I, that's aside, what I'm saying. Aside from one of the greatest rappers, DMX, being in danger, <laughs> then... We, uh, I have much concern for it. Yeah. Let's just say that. Yeah. And, and like, I understand the, how we've like, we've, we've accepted dogs and cats into our hearts and into our homes. We've normalized here. it. Yeah. But like, it, let's say just as long ago, we normalized pigs into our home and normalized chickens into our home and to an extent some people have their farmers i just i, I they eat them at the end of their at the end of the animal's career they get eaten doesn't sure. matter what their point total was doesn't matter anything, they get eaten at the end that's tight because bacon's tight bacon's tight but i'm saying what if dog is tight what if no, cat's tight i don't i don't know it's probably not good but what if it's tight though i just you know i just don't live on what ifs and wishes they you know that but do you live on i'm gonna try everything once or no all right you know what I I, um, I love food. There's a couple things I draw the line at. It's bugs and uh, blood and, and dogs and cats. Have you never had, um, you've, what do you mean by blood? So, like, you don't have your ste- your steaks rare or? No, like like cooked blood. Like oh, I hear you. Blood cakes. And Got it. Yeah, blood sausage. Yeah, it's gross. Blood sausage. Yeah, I don't like that either. No. I'm with you. I'm with you. But have you tried them? I just don't want to. Like, I don't want to have that. Okay. That's fair. Do you I even mean, picture having that sensation in my mouth? Pause. Is is just how do you, how do you feel about balut? Uh, I've never tried it because mm-hmm. um, it's Filipino. I feel like that's you've normalized balut like crazy. People love balut. I I can't bring myself to even look at someone eating it. <laughs> it's pretty gnarly. It's it's. Uh, can you explain to people what balut so is? So balut is a half developed or almost fully developed chicken embryo, and they take it, they peel it apart, and crack the egg open, and they suck out this half formed. A baby chick, essentially, and sometimes there's feathers already formed, and just like they just slurp it up and eat it, and it's just it's pretty gnarly. It's like a cartoon gimmick come to life, like the idea of like oh, like you know, like in cartoons, like you would crack an egg, and oh shit, there's a chicken inside, and it comes <laughs> yeah. out, and it's like already flying. Yeah, yeah. Like, but that's this is what happens in real life when you so, crack that egg, and it's almost gonna be born anyway. It's that's not balloon. gonna fly. That's blue, and you guys just eat it. I don't have too much of a problem with that because there hasn't been that attachment to the little birdie. Sure. Like sure. we have with our dogs and cats. Like, why don't people eat parakeets? Why do they put them in a cage and let them talk? With Why do people talk to parakeets? Because they look... Because they talk back. There's some lonely-ass people out there. Yeah, but look, what, <laughs> but, but look, what about... a par- Like, in, in theory and in visual aesthetics, a parakeet should taste better than a chicken. Why? Because it's colorful. Like, everything about it is is more enticing than a chicken no 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 you would think so but this is just based on my hours of uh nat geo binging <laughs> a lot of these uh brilliantly colored animals are very poisonous 
or okay. they're dangerous. So parakeet might be poisonous. I, I'm not willing to try, but okay. Not, but what if it wasn't? I don't know. I just want, I don't want on my headstone he died because he ate a parakeet. Yeah, that's kind of weird. That's kinda I don't weird. I, I don't want that on my headstone at all. Like I don't want like oh this dude ate blood sausage for the first time and, and died, died or like choked on balut. But imagine death from parakeet. You lame dog if you died from a parakeet. <laughs> I will unfriend you on every social media platform. <laughs> so, okay, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this law, though. So there's a law now that's been enacted or what? What's the word? Yeah, it's, um, it's been passed uh, in Taiwan. Mm-hmm. And hopefully this influences other countries in Asia. This is the first uh, law within Asia to be enacted. So it looks like um, they're, they're increasing the punishments for intentional animal cruelty. Exactly. So I'm assuming any eating of an animal is intentional animal cruelty. And the distribution of it. It's pretty, some pretty heavy fines. It's crazy. So the, the, the first time, a first-time offender Yeah, could, what are some of these uh, The first-time offender could, is $2 million new Taiwan dollars. I don't know what the equivalent of that is. is that, I see like 163 And it could go up to five years of jail time. And five million new Taiwan dollars, which is actually one hundred sixty-three thousand dollars. So actually, that could just be a really expensive meal that you want. So, you, so like really balling people in Taiwan, if they really want to eat it, they just pay the fine and that's, then get a hundred. They get one hundred sixty-three thousand. That's some head-ass shit, though. That is some head-ass shit. Where anytime I hear a million, it's not enough for some Fido taquitos. You know what I'm saying? True, true. But I, mean, I, I feel so weird judging dog before having eaten it really yeah. have you did you not grow up with pets i didn't actually have a dog at my house growing up i love dogs don't get me wrong it's not like i saw dogs and i was like oh, i'm gonna eat you or like <laughs> i have like no connection to you whatsoever i still loved dogs i would hug the shit out of them i would yeah. be very emotionally attached to them but just I, trying to be as open-minded as possible i can't but I can't, picture like, this like the way some of these animals are treated are in squalor. They'll keep them in small cages. No, that's awful. That's, well, that, that's awful even on the food we eat right now. The food we eat right now is the same same way for the most part. A majority a, a majority consumption of that food is is that way too. Now I feel <laughs> this is <laughs> this is, No, you know what I mean? Like our chickens, our chickens that we used to eat at McDonald's are getting better and better, but are shoved into cages and treated the same freaking way. Yet we still demolish nuggets by the by have, the truckload. Have you not seen Sarah McLaughlin's commercial and have has it not ruined your whole day? Yeah, of course, of course, of like, course. But you be there sitting, chilling, catching up on some Game of Thrones, and suddenly this the commercial pops up and ruins your whole goddamn afternoon. I hear you, man. But I've seen I've seen um, I've seen PETA ads where chickens are being destroyed, and I still love McChicken sandwiches. <laughs> Like that's what I'm saying. Like that desensitized but, AF. But yeah, obviously, like a dog is like someone that like someone spent a lot of time with, and it provided mutual joy, like emotional joy. I don't get emotional joy from a live chicken currently. No, I get a lot of emotional joy from a dead chicken that's on my plate. But peep this. This is how. All right, remember I told you I grew up with some friends who actually killed uh, some of their pets to eat. Yeah. So he told me how he killed it. He said. He, the dog was just sitting there looking at him. No. He grabbed a brick and smashed it in the head, and it started crying. Oh, my God. And he kept smashing the, the, the head until it was dead. And I was like, no. I, was, I, was, I didn't even think to ask how, exactly. how the dog like, oh, I mean, no. in a lot of these rural places, like they got to kill the animal the way they got it, like whatever's you know, readily on hand. 
Um, but even in in the large scale, the the, the large uh, scheme of things, like to even to even picture cats and dogs on a mass level slaughtered for consumption, it just I'm not kosher with that. Where's your mic? Oh, there we go. You guys can hear me? Check it, check. Sorry. I shat my pants a little bit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Let me edit this part. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I mean, the images that were coming out of those dog festivals a couple years ago where there was just a ton of dogs hanging from nets like fish. Um, it was devastating to see it. Uh, but again, like why we don't, I don't feel a lick of bad towards the fish that were hanging and those same, and then some fish are in, immensely like some fish are incredibly intelligent. Not all. Dog, well, let me just ask you. I mean, you, dolphins are, but dolphins don't hang from those. Would you have like a, a rover double double? Oh my god! <laughs> I would. Oh, I know you love it or not. Like if I like if I went to another part of the world where it was something like a cultural norm and they were eating it, I would try it. You have like a straight up. If Gordain was there, I would try it with you, Gordain. Me and Gordain. Clifford style fries. Oh my god, this is the worst. But I would I would try it. Damn. I would try it. Airbud strips. Oh, you're the worst. Keep going. This is so <laughs> nasty. This no, is so I'm nasty. Good. I'm gonna this is some sad news, but I'm glad that dogs and cats are not being eaten out in Taiwan. Hopefully the rest of Asia follows. Let's move on to some happier news. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So prog- progress over there, if that's what if that's what we're going to be on the same page on, there there was some progress in Taiwan. Yeah. Uh, Coachella. Ooh, okay. I kind of wish it was Friday already. Yeah. So if y'all didn't know, Coachella week one is coming up this weekend. Mm. Three days of music and debauchery. Mm. Coachella is turning into a food festival. Yeah. Holy cow. We, um, I hopped on to our friend Josh Elkin's podcast, and then we were talking how is so Coachella has made this progress. It used to be like not that dope of food. Yeah. Over time, it's gotten better. People have become more accustomed. The food has its own flyer now. Yeah, it has its the own like Coachella esque flyer. The food lineup. That's what's up. That's what's up. Is Coachella? Let me ask you. How many times you've been to Coachella before? This will be my first time. Oh, virgin. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Okay, cool. So I was going to ask you because have you been to? Because Coachella is out in the desert. It's in Coachella Valley, middle of California. Yeah. Hot as shit. It's always hot. It's always dusty. Allergies are kicking up. We're talking, is it the best place to be eating really dope food? Is it? Well, you've been there before. What's your experience? So, I mean, my allergies my allergies kicked up like crazy. The food's good. The food's good. The food, they I think they do a better and better job each year of curating vendors that make sense. Okay. Um, and the vendors that are involved create items and present a menu that makes sense to be at a festival. Okay. So like one of the one that's getting a lot of talk is this sweet Comforts. So it's actually our friends who run this place. Oh, um, it comes from the same like after his ice cream. Put me on family. Yeah. So it's, it's waffles okay. on a stick. All right. So boom, you like waffles, you like sweets, but you know, you're not going to eat fork and knife it at a festival on the go on the go. It's so it's these waffles that are dipped in, in like a frosting and then they top it with your own like so, cereal and stuff. It's like a, it's a waffle lollipop. Exactly. Waffle exactly. Pop. A waffle pop. Um, and, and you get all these, um, you could dip it in different things like Oreos and get some icing on it. So it's a very sweet affair. Right. Right. But see like, so this next one is, uh, place called paper planes it's like in the rose garden vip yeah it, it, 
they, they have these tater tots and the picture I'm seeing is a giant wheel, like a raclette cheese where they're burning the cheese and then it's pouring on oh, to the tater tots. Oh, I've seen that. Like that's popping off in New York. Yeah. Like if I'm at a restaurant, air conditioned, sitting, enjoying myself, hell yeah. Cut me off. Give me some raclette. Pour that shit into my mouth and on my body. Explain to everybody who, who doesn't know what raclette is. So raclette, imagine a huge wheel of cheese. It's split in half. So it looks like a half circle. And what they do is there's some sort of heat source, usually like an open flame, and it burns the cheese on top. Yeah. And they scrape that cheese onto whatever you're oh, eating. Oh, so it's like some, a gang of melted cheese exactly. just plopped on top but of whatever. But it's like, couldn't it be more fresh, right? Like yeah, it's yeah. coming from, it's aged, it's coming right from the wheel. I but, mean, on paper, that sounds dope. Okay, now now on paper, and then let's transplant into real life. You have 105 degree Coachella weather. Ew. Right? Dirt. Dust, sandstorms, ill, right? And let's eat some raclette cheese. Let's let's, <laughs> let's get some let's, hot cheese in yeah, my let's, mouth. Let's get let's get down on that. Let's gas up, and and then then you have the other layer. Uh, there's a big chance that you're under some sort of drugs at Coachella, mm-hmm. right? Um, and you're probably not even that hungry. highly inebriated. Yep. So like, if you're drunk, cool. But then you're like drinking a lot. Then you're gonna eat a lot. It's really pessimistic. I'd rather have this amazing food than. Uh, like hot dogs, of you know course. what I mean. Yeah, um, yeah. Speaking of hot dogs, Sumo Dogs is kind of this place that's pretty legendary there. Um, they do like it's like from what I remember, it was like Asian inspired dogs. It's not okay. on the list that you that's on foodbeast.com right now. Oh, it is, oh, it right is. actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. Take it back, Liza. Complete list. I like it. Yeah, shout out to our latest contributor, Liza Rubin, who put oh, this together. Liza Rubin. Yep. So Sumo Dog Boardwalk General Admission. Yeah, try that place out. Um, Ooh, Birdie's Main Stage VIP. Is this a donut fried chicken sandwich? Yup. Get out of Air here. Air horns for this one. Oh, my God. Okay, so it's donut fried chicken sandwich. So it's donut bun, fried chicken on the inside. Looks like there's yeah. egg and bacon inside. Get out of here. So for Birdie's, you could choose whatever type of donut you want as the vessel. Oh, my gosh. So if you want like a maple bacon donut with a fried chicken sandwich, yeah. It's amazing. Okay, and I'm looking at this. this. Okay, there's a place called Mamacita. Um, it's from Hollywood, but they're bringing it in. Is this Peruvian quinoa bowls? A Peruvian burrito they have. Hmm. Oh my god! So everything in like a what's the what's the Peruvian dish that uh, saltado? Oh my god! Lomo saltado. Oh my god! It's all in a burrito. And their their version of rice is called um, arroz chaufa. Mm. So it's just arroz chaufa and some lomo saltado, and they put it in a wrap, essentially a burrito. I'm so hungry right now, just thinking about all this. So that's Coachella food. Um, how how excited are you? Super excited. I mean, we got some heavy hitters, some bangers yeah. there, like Little Sister. We got some Bad Mash. Mm. Um, and they got this really cool thing called Outstanding in the Field now. What is that? I've heard a lot about that, but uh, I don't actually know what it's it is. A, it's a... It's pretty new to uh, the Coachella experience. It's three pop-up restaurants throughout the weekend. Um, and basically, it's a hand-picked number of chefs, all like well-known chefs mm-hmm. in the area, that prepare a multi-course dinner for you in a nice Pinterest-like environment. That's dope. I am seeing the picture. And it's just like one. They don't even have food on the table. It's just like a huge Pinterest-developed no, table. Pinterest AF, man. They got like those, those little white lights That's strung cool. across. Oh, that's really cool. That's really cool. Outstanding in the field. And we're getting, I mean, we'll, we'll keep you guys up to speed. If you follow us on Instagram, um, we will, and hopefully Snapchat, we'll uh, 
be doing some live updates of all the food there. Yeah, we will be there. So we will be on Deckington for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, giving you all the dope food coverage. Uh, it'll be me, Reach, Eli, and Ralph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, uh, I mean, we're getting new emails every couple minutes about new stuff that's going to be at Coachella. Like Cupcake Vineyards, I think, is a big sponsor of Coachella. Oh. Um, and there, it's the 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 cupcake wine. Yep, yep. And uh, it looks like what they're doing is. They're, they're doing something called a pop tail. So think wine and an ice pop in one. Apparently wine has the good consistency of alcohol yeah. in it that allows you to actually freeze it. Have you had that? I haven't had it. This might be new. A wine sickle? Yeah, a wine sickle. So we're de- you'll definitely see us trying that. That's for sure. Uh, well, dope. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm glad we're, we ended off on some positivity. I like it. Looking forward to Coachella, the debauchery, the good food, mm-hmm. and the dope music. Uh, I'm really excited to see Kendrick. And uh, Is Lady Gaga performing? Yeah, I think. I'm really excited for Lady Gaga. Saturday. Yeah. That's a, that's a good Molly performance. Oh. Like my friend Molly. Yeah. Huh? She's coming along. What'd you say? Yeah, Molly's coming along. Cool. Anyways, um, <laughs> thank you guys for listening. If you guys like this format of the catch up, let us know. Yep. Um, we, we dug into a few more stories this time just because there's a lot of good stuff this week. Um, outside of that, thank you guys for listening. Tweet us at Food Beast, at Book of Eli with an E at the end. Yep, and, and, and at Bryant. Oh, reach around with the reach hard. Yep. Cozy.bryant, though. Anyways, guys, uh, follow us on Instagram this weekend. We will be at Coachella. If you see us, come say hi. If you see Reach... Come take a picture with him. Yes. Thank you, Brayden, so much for everything that you do. Izzy, hope you liked this. And it's good to see. You. Follow Izzy Serious. Is it anyway. Izzy Serious or just Izzy Serious? Izzy underscore Serious for our resident Latin lover. Mm, anyways, all you ladies, Izzy is no longer single, so you missed that boat. Anyways. Thank you guys for watching another terrible outro on the catch up. <laughs> Consistent with that. Peace. <laughs> Later. <laughs>